Love Talk Radio. Psychic America, this is Tracy Brown calling in today. Uh, I think I need to apologize to everyone. I'm having um, some trouble. So I'm going to disconnect and I'm going to see if I can get back on. Thank you. Hello. 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 Malcolm, Malcolm, can you hear me? I hear you fine, Tracy. Oh, good, good. No, I hear you just fine. Yes, yes, I hear you just fine. So you tell everybody what's happening. (laughs) (laughs) So, everyone, Malcolm is the host today. (laughs) Not really. (laughs) Malcolm has studio control. And so he's the one that sees everyone's telephone numbers today. <laughs> oh, that's scary. And so, hmm? I said, that's scary. I'll try not to look. <laughs> well, just so everyone knows, I switched um, carriers and I've had AT&T for God knows how long. I might have had AT&T for five years now, five, six years. And since the iPhone 6 came along, AT&T got a little cocky, and they weren't trying to make me, help me buy the iPhone 6, and I really, really wanted to buy the iPhone 6. So I would call them, and I would say, any programs? And they go, no. Any, you know, and then they would charge me an extra fifteen dollars if I went over my gigabytes, that ten gigabytes. Like, How do I fix that? Like you're automatically charging me. And they're like, well, you can actually pay us not to charge you. So they were doing things that I really, really wasn't liking, Malcolm. I got you. And I, then, I, and I'm right? aware of all these problems. <laughs> right, like all these extra fees and. I've never had a problem with AT&T. Like, I'm just not that type of person. If it works, it's not broken, leave it alone. That's me. But as of lately, they've been doing things that I don't like. Like, seriously, I was telling my son the other day that my bill ends on the 25th of every month. On the 24th, they will charge me an extra $15 if I went over my gigabytes. But at midnight, it would be that's a, a new plan. Well, that's, but that's all they would charge you? So, you, I mean, because basically they charge you based on the usage. So if, if it was more than a certain amount, it might be more than $15. I mean, that's where the cell phone well, providers are really getting their money is your data right now. They they, they don't care about your telephone calls. They don't care about your texting. They used to care I about them, but they do not care no more because they got you on your data. I know. That's where they got you. I know. Not everybody. Yeah. Excuse me. And so I've been patiently like 
waiting. Like, my plan ended literally two years ago, Malcolm, and I would not switch. I wanted to make sure that if I made a switch like this, it was healthy for me. And so I waited and I waited and I looked at everybody else's plan and nobody was really doing anything too specific in terms of iPhone. They had better deals if you did not have iPhone. But if you had an iPhone, nobody was doing anything too crazy. Like they had us by the ball, seriously. But then my son worked for Verizon and I said to him, why should I leave AT&T to come to Verizon? And Basically, I was able to get the iPhone 6 Plus with 64 gigabytes, which is really, really important because, as you know, I do a lot of videos. And with the 16 gigabytes, I couldn't have a lot of apps and do the videos, so that became a problem. So I really need to upgrade to the 64 gigabyte. But the reason why it worked out is because my bill amount did not change. They did not charge me taxes on um, the upgraded phone. And even though I'm making payments on the phone, my bill amount didn't change. So. Except for one little small problem. I know. <laughs> See, because that's been a, a, a known problem with with that carrier. They they limit they or they they don't allow you to do multitask type of thing. So uh, I'm not sure what to tell you on that part. Because some providers, you can go on the Internet, talk on the phone, you can do everything. And then there uh, are other providers where you have to hang up your phone calls in order to do anything else. I know. But at this stage of the game, I'm not switching. I'm not. I just have to learn to deal with with the cards that are given. I won't switch at this stage of the game because AT&T could have done a better job with me. And they chose not to. I even had one guy I called, and I was like, when I said to them, how do I stop you from charging me the 15 Like, I'd rather have no service than to charge you, than have you charge me $15. I'd rather no data service, because at my job, I get Wi-Fi. So I don't care, right? And so he goes, we can upgrade you. And I was like, yeah, that's not working for me. That's, and he goes, oh, well, that's, that's, that's it. And that was so rude. I was like, Wow. Like you guys don't even have to care anymore. You don't have to be kind anymore to us. Well, because here's, a, here's what you should have done, Tracy. At that point, you should have asked to speak to their supervisor. Not that the supervisor will give you any more love, but there's a good possibility that they will because while the the, the customer service reps have their game plan and their plan, their supervisors typically can override everything they say. You're right. No, I'm serious. That's pretty. And that's across the board. It doesn't matter if you're talking cable TV, telephone, uh, Internet. It doesn't matter what you're dealing with. Sometimes you got to go over the head of the person you're talking to in order to get what you want. Mm-hmm. Just, to, just to throw that out there for you. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of times you talk to these reps, and they have their own game plan, and they will be rude. But they typically try not to be because they know that their bosses are also listening potentially. Yeah. I mean, maybe it was just a bad moment and a bad day, but this just a really, really bad taste in my mouth. And I think I, at that point, I had already decided to switch. I just didn't know who I was going to go to. But with all that being said, um, the best advantage that I had with AT&T is that I could use the data and the phone, which is why I never worried about 
not being at work because cause I don't have Wi-Fi, everyone. If everyone doesn't know by now, I don't have Wi-Fi. I don't have cable. And typically I didn't need it, <laughs> by the way. I didn't need it. <laughs> so. Uh, well, I have another option for you, Tracy. Yeah. So your other yeah. option is to create what's known as a virtual number. Now, there are a couple of companies that allow you to do this. I'll, I'll contact you off there. Let's create a virtual okay. number, which basically would mean that you would be online when you make the phone call. So everything would uh-huh. be through whatever your online is. So you'd be using data instead of telephone. But it would work just like a regular phone. Okay. But how does that trick my phone into letting me use data and phone? Well, because technically you're not using phone, you're using data to make whatever calls you're making, but you're on. Like, for for example, I have this thing. There's an app I use, or what I'm using is Google Voice, right? Now, Google Voice years Uh ago had put an offer out to people, and I don't know what, Uh but it allows you to create a virtual number that's not a landline. It's someplace else. It's not. It's not your cell phone. It's something different. It's a. It's a oh, interesting number. So it's virtual. Oh. So when, you, when you use that telephone number, you're actually on the internet when you do it. Oh, I have a Google Voice number. I just never use it. Oh, you already have it. So you could be doing this right now. Ah, uh, I'll try it next week. I'm too tired to stop okay. everything. <laughs> Malcolm, okay. I'm so tired. Well, I got a Google Voice number because I was actually giving out my cell phone number way, way too much to the public. And so right. I figured if I got a Google Voice number, I would get everyone the Google Voice number, but then I never used the Google Voice number to give out. Okay, well, see, that I would have allow a Google you to Voice do number. That's what that that would allow you to do what you wanted to do today. Oh, oh my God, that's amazing! See, that's why I love talking to you, Malcolm. I would definitely take that information and use it. So, Malcolm, I have been sick all week, and I'm still sorry sick. to hear that. Still weak. It's been going around. A lot of people have been sick. I know a number. Oh, good. Back. That makes me feel better. Okay, great. Does it? My dentist was well, sick, so that wasn't really the best thing in the world. Um, Malcolm, you did not open your mouth for your dentist, and he was sick, I hope. I had no choice but to open my mouth for my dentist. That is so gross. <laughs> well, he was, he was wearing a mask, but, you know. He gross. Was, you know he, well, I have a bridge in the front of my mouth, Tracy, that fell out, so I had no choice but to deal with the guy when I was dealing with him. So I could walk around look like two of geese. Which I choose not to look like. <laughs> what you know, and it was hard to get the appointment. So, you know, because when I initially called him, because he was sick, I couldn't get in. So, <laughs> believe me, I didn't like the fact that he was sick, but I liked the fact that I had no teeth in my mouth a lot. Yes, you know all right. Glad you enjoy that. <laughs> So, <laughs> see how easy that is. Anyway. Hold on a second. Hold on. 
la bruxa. Well, I guess this will be, be called dead air. Tracy has disappeared. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I put you on mute so I could cough. I didn't want to. I was laughing so hard that it was choking oh, me that I needed to cough. And then I couldn't find my ring back. <laughs> well, okay, well, I hope you're feeling better, mm-hmm. Tracy, because, you know, everybody, I know a number of people who've gotten sick. And, you know, why? It's, it's but up. why? It's California. Like, what are we doing getting sick? It's ridiculous. In June. That's part of life. Everybody can get sick. And, you know, I got sick about a month or two ago. And it was like mm-hmm. a little weekend cold. It came on. I was sick. Took a couple of days off from work. Went back. I mean, it's, just, it's part of life. There's, you can't be alive and not get sick at some point. It's, you know, I, I don't think I it's took possible. A whole, I took a whole week off of work. Oh. Well, and. I'm not know, going back with, till Tuesday. And even Tuesday, I'll take a half a day. The doctors say the same thing. Plenty of rest, plenty of liquid, you know, and that is going to be your cure. There's nothing else that you can do about it, so, you know. Well, I actually wound up on meds because um, <clears throat> when I get sick, it attacks my throat. It's just very common with me. That's where my sickness goes. So okay, if it's nasal, I find... When you say meds, I mean, everybody should take something. I, I Treat your symptoms, right? So whatever your symptoms are, if you got sore throat, treat that. You know, don't just treat everything. Just treat whatever you got. So uh, if your throat is bothering you, yeah, treat it. Yeah. Well, I get meds from the doctor, so. You know what I don't like, though? Like, I called in to make an appointment with the doctor, right? I think I have one of those lazy doctors because he's like, just call your pharmacy and I'll put something to your pharmacy. And I'm like, I don't know if I like that. I don't know if I like, like, that's your go-to answer. That is the ultimate answer, didn't you know? I, I thought that we were all on the same page. That the Doctors <laughs> are pimps for pharmaceutical companies, so they just... Oh, my God. But he doesn't want to see me. He's like, just call your pharmacy, and, you know, there'll be meds yeah, there. Like, why? I'll send you some drugs, because you'll get drugs. It's all about the drugs. The doctors are paid by the pharmaceutical companies to, to push drugs on us. They're our pusher men. It's terrible. It's terrible. That's the state of medicine in the United States in 2015. Are you better? Are you feeling any better, Tracy? No, I'm not. I kind of relapsed yesterday because I went out. So awesome. And it was a little well, chilly not- yesterday. Yes, it was. But see, that's probably the probably should have stayed in and stayed in bed, drank plenty of liquid. Because yeah. that's really what ultimately is going to work. Drown yourself yeah. in water. Keep drinking it. Drink tea. Drink <laughs> with lemon and honey. Yeah. You know, just the stuff that they always told you, the old wives tell yeah. that stuff works. Do that. Chicken soup, yes. All of that is great for you. Just keep doing it, yeah. and you'll be better. Going out is probably the bad idea. So. I know. I know. So I'm just going to stay in today. Good plan. But I Good did. Plan. I actually, I had, I needed to make some chicken soup, so I actually had to go out. So I went to the dollar store on, 
Alvarado, which is the worst dollar store in America. I always talk with Desi about that being the worst dollar store ever. And uh, and then I went to the Ralph on Western, but just that little bit of time out just really just weakened me. So I'm not going anywhere today. Well, good. Good. You can stay in. And, you know, there's a lot of great things happening today, Tracy, a lot of great things. Let's we got the Belmont, the Belmont Stakes. Well, I mean, for me, people like me, I watch oh. Joe I watched Bo Biden's yeah. funeral this morning. Oh, of so, course, yeah. Yeah, that was sad. That's the same child that survived the car accident years ago. And Bo was an amazing father. Not Bo. Joe Biden was an amazing father, even well, when he was... He got other kids. No, I didn't mean it that way. I mean okay, in terms of... <laughs> I mean, yeah. in terms of taking care of that child alone at the time and still having to go through grief of losing his wife and his daughter. Yeah, it, it, you know, he's been a kind of a tragic figure, but he's done a lot with himself. So, you know, I actually like He has. Yeah. yeah. I like him, too. Uh, Wow. I like him a lot. What happened? I'm sorry. You know, the Internet is an amazing place. (laughs) (laughs) So, actor Michael Keaton was at a baseball game last night. Uh Uh-huh. And so there's somebody, you know, talking trash. And so Keaton got up and got into him. I'm not mad at him. You know what? Uh, people go to these sporting events this, and they feel they have a right to talk trash to these these guys on the field and just <laughs> talk trash in general. And I, I personally don't think it's that cool. Go there and enjoy the game. You don't have to, you know, you know, talk about the person. You know, because sometimes they get personally talk about their wife and their kids and their mother. And you know, it's, it's happened a lot of times. And you know, and they're players, human. And they're they're human. Well, there was this time a couple of I think it was even I think it was this past year, this guy was talking stuff about LeBron James' mother. You know, and you know, LeBron James just stared at him and I'm like, I give that man a lot of credit because you know, there are certain things that you don't say nothing to about to another man about, you know, not to be sexist or anything, but if it, you wanna start a fight, there are certain things you can say to a guy that will start a fight. You don't talk about his wife. You don't talk about his kids. And you do not talk about his mother. Those are just off limits. Keep those out of your mouth. I mean, you can say a lot about me, but don't talk about my mother. So, you know, people, let's go back to people feel they have a right. You know, they figure I paid all this money. I came to the game. I can say what I want. There's a certain level of decency you should have and you shouldn't say. And because, let's put it this way. If LeBron James was in an alleyway, the guy wouldn't walk up to him and start talking about his mother because LeBron James is That's six right. nine and he would kill you. That's right. You know, he's That's a really right. big guy. You know, but you feel That's that right. because he's on on the court and he's being paid to play, you know, paid all this money to play this game, that he will not address you. But you know, 
these guys are human. And I you know, I think you really you just shouldn't do it. You just shouldn't do it. Right. Wrong. Well what are you saying? Are you saying Michael Keaton said something to one of the players? I'm confused. No. Michael Keaton, who was a fan of the baseball team, uh-huh. um, was at the game watching the baseball game, and they had this dude near him that was just talking so much. <laughs> just Michael Keaton got pissed off and had words with him. Mm-hmm. You know, and but you also have to remember. But you know what? You also have to remember that some of these people are looking for a payout too. So. They could be antagonizing you because it's an easy lawsuit. Well, as long as he doesn't go ahead and touch the guy, I mean, you know, you can't you can't just go up and beat up people because you're right. It would be a really easy lawsuit. Uh huh. Uh huh. There's no value in that. But listen, talking about uh, the, you said the Belmont Stakes today, right? The Belmont Stakes, you have a horse that's potentially the, the triple crown. For the triple crown, right. American Pharaoh. Now, last year, there was a problem with the triple crown. I don't know if you remember that. I think it was last year. It wasn't a problem. We had another horse that was trying to run for the triple crown and didn't make it. But there was a problem with it. There was some rules or guidelines that kind of prevented him from even winning the triple crown last year. Well, I don't know. I'm not sure what you're talking about. I know that what had happened was mm-hmm. the horse that was running last year, and I can't remember it right off the top of my head. Uh, Me neither. There, there were there were other horses in the race that had not run any of the previous races, so this this tired horse was running against all these fresh horses and ended up losing to the fresher horse. And so the owner of the the, the horse that was running for the Triple Crown said, "Whoa, that's not cool. You know, everybody should have to run the same races." Yeah, that's what I remember. So, but that's always going to happen because every horse isn't required to run all legs to the triple crown. I mean, so. Well, yeah, I think that that was the conflict, though. The conflict was should they? Like, if it's going yeah, to be a triple crown, shouldn't the requirements be the same across the board? That's what I think I remember. Yeah, but. But every horse isn't running for the trip. Most, a lot of these horses know they can't win any of the races, let alone three of them. So they're not even trying to run in all the races. Right. They're, they're out there. I won't say they're fillers because um, you never know. I mean, because I watched the, 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 the first race, which was the, no, I'll not take that back. It was the second race, the Preakness. And mm-hmm. American Pharaoh led wire to wire. But the horse that came in second actually started off in last place. And I had to replay that race a bunch of times because I was so amazed watching this horse pick his way all the way from the back to the front. It was probably one of the best performances I've ever seen in a horse race. It was great. Really? Because that horse was literally at the back, and it just picked slowly, picked his way. So, uh, okay, so we're kind of moving ahead of everyone else. So just let me just let you know that Desi said I fully support at Pop Culture Psychic staying in and being a hermit today. Laugh out loud. Town hermit card. Yes, Desi, I'm going to stay in today. And then she put, I guess she's talking about Michael Keaton. It's true. He's too old 
Uh-huh. It's true. He's too old to be talking about somebody's mama. I'm not sure what you're talking oh, about, Desi. Michael no, Keaton no, no, or that's not what he did. You, that's not what he did. Oh, no. Don't let me okay. No, Michael you Keaton were talking about, about anybody's mama. No. no. Oh, no, no. You were talking about if somebody talked about your mama. Yes, and I was also talking about that there are fans that go to these games that yes. that talk about people's families and their, you know, they talk about their families, ah. you know, as well as them. But well, what Michael Keaton did, the fan was actually going in on one of the Pirates players, and Michael Keaton stood up and told the, can, the, the fan to shut up and sit down. So that's what Michael mm-hmm. Keaton wasn't talking about the guy's mother. He was talking about the fan who was going in on the player. That's all. I see. Oh, okay. Okay, so, okay. But so I got I, I, maybe I, I could, yeah, maybe I didn't, I wasn't clear. And There's I just a lot of things. <laughs> You're hosting yeah, today, Malcolm. <laughs> I'm not aware of that. So just, let's go back. I'm you not in the driver's seat. You know what's mm-hmm. bugging me all, all week, Tracy? What? These new Kentucky Fried Chicken commercials. It's just some about those things. Just, just when I see it. They give me a certain feeling. I'm not sure what that feeling is. Um, the funny That's thing is, that's a bad feeling. Who, have you seen any of them? No, they're probably cable commercials, which are different than network commercials. No, they're on network shows too. <laughs> I've seen them. <laughs> Maybe you don't watch as much TV as I do. But no. actually, there's the, the, the guy who does it is one of the, the Saturday Night Live alums. His name is Daryl Hammond, right? Oh, and so wait a they, second. They got yes. him dressed, yeah, they got him dressed up as Colonel Sanders, right? And he's, there's one commercial, he's walking down the street singing a chicken song. And I was like, there's something <laughs> wrong about this. There's something <laughs> absolutely wrong. And it's his, it's his voice. The way he sounds, I mean, he, you know, he's got this Colonel Sanders thing, but he sounds like Colonel Sanders if Colonel Sanders was a pedophile. He just got this weird... Oh. God. It's a little disturbing to me because I've been watching it, and it's, there's so many different versions of it. You know, that's hilarious. Just, oh no, it's just you have to. I'm surprised you haven't seen these because the first time I heard it, I was like, "What the heck is that?" And I had to, you know, because I wasn't even paying attention to the TV, but you know, I had to turn around. Maybe it's not affecting me. Not affecting me the same way, Malcolm. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe it's just. <laughs> I mean, because they made a lot of commercials, and you know this guy. You know, he looks like he's on Saturday Night Live. He's funny. He's actually he's really, really funny. He's hilarious. I think he's on maybe that's what they're try- Maybe that's what they're trying to do with this. They're trying to make me laugh because, <laughs> and all I got was disturbed out of it. <laughs> it does not make me say, oh, yeah, let me go get some turkey fried chicken. That's not what it makes me feel. But I might be alone. Oh, my God, that. that is hilarious. I don't know. You're hilarious. But listen, getting back to the Belmont race, we never talked about the NASCAR. Which NASCAR? Did you even, oh, my God, the, the Indy 500. Not NASCAR, Indy no, 500. That's, that's, not, that's not NASCAR. Yeah, that's not with Indy NASCAR. Okay, I, yeah, I, watched, I changed it. I changed it. Okay. I watched the whole race. That, that, that was a great race. I know. 
I know. I was you know, so upset because I. You were upset. Hmm? Well, okay, so here's what I like about, like, Indy 500s, NASCAR, you know, even the Belmont race. I like the backstories. So I could spend three hours just listening to everybody's backstory. That's what I love, even in football. Football's really, really good for me by the backstory. Then I could be better interested in the game, right? In any case, I was I getting no ready to go to Boston. <laughs> what? No Are you kidding me? Wait a second. There's a lot of money in the backstory. That's why they make them. Apparently. Well, I mean, I, I know that's the touchy feely part of sports. I always just like the sport. I'm a so. touchy feely type of person. So if you want me to watch the sports, give me the backstory. Give me the history. Give me the love fest. I love that kind of stuff. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I'm not. You know, I'm, I'm, hey, if that was floating your boat, keep it afloat. <laughs> okay, go on. So, in any case, I was getting ready for Bible study, and here I'm getting all this backstory and all of the racers, and I'm devastated because I got to go. I got to leave. Oh, so you didn't actually get to see the race. Never saw the race, no. Between Bible study and church, by the time I got home, the race was over. But Juan Pablo, is it Juan Pablo? Not Juan Pablo, that's the best show. His name is Juan something. I do know that yeah. he won. Yeah. And I did get Same his much. backstory. So I, was, I was okay with it. Well, I mean, he's, he's won before. This wasn't the first time he won, but it's been so long since he won before. But, you know, in, in his defense, he wasn't even driving in the race in those days intervening years. He was, you know, he had been doing other things, but now he's a good driver, and you know, he took it at the end. I mean, it was a very exciting race. He was actually in second for the, wow. the last half of the race, and you know, it was a battle, and he took it at the end, and, he, and when he took it, the other guy could not take it back. It was just, you know, hmm. it, was, it, was, it was exciting to watch if you like hmm. the I well, I like stuff like that. Well, well, now, now if you like stuff like that, you probably really enjoyed the NBA Finals game, which they finally put the NBA Finals back on regular network TV, opposed to all their games being on cable. Well, so, actually, well. I was sick, and usually, uh-oh, no, 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 no. Wait, no. oh, can you still hear me? I still hear you fine. If you said no. You know, <laughs> there's a no, call no, no, coming no. in. I was like, no, no. <laughs> there's a call coming in. I was like, no, 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 no. Hold on a second. Um, but I'm not going to get it. Um, so usually, it's been on ABC, by the way, during the, this is the finals. And what's what's it called before the finals? No, those are the, the they have the, what were the conference finals, which oh, were, the you know, the, okay. yeah, all That's of that was the, on ESPN or TNT. No, 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 no. Um, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Tracy, With the I watch this all the time. The, Clip, the, Clippers, <laughs> the, Clippers. the Clippers lost 
in the second round to the Houston uh, Rockets. Right. Well, that was being shown on ABC. Not most of it. I think they showed one game. Oh, well, maybe one game. That could be true. I think the last two games, I think, was on ABC. No, it was actually the last game because it got, when it got down to the last game, they said, okay, we'll show this. <laughs> you know, it, it, it was okay, Malcolm, I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> I'm going to give it to you, the last game. But in any case, for the playoffs, I could actually watch it on ABC and – Normally, I don't even get to watch it because by the time I get home, the game's over because it usually comes on 6 o'clock California time. Yeah. But I was sick this week, so I watched it. So you saw, and again, you saw, you saw game one. I saw the whole thing. I saw the whole okay. thing. I saw, and again, the backstory is really, really important to me. So I've got this whole LeBron, Curry backstory that I'm loving, right? But... I am a fan of LeBron. I am a fan LeBron of LeBron. Curry backstory. What, what's their backstory? I mean, I know their stories, but is there something that they spoke <laughs> about that I wasn't aware of? I mean, <laughs> LeBron You're just is, testing you know, me. You're, you're no, testing I'm just asking. I, I didn't see I wasn't able to see the whole game because I was, uh, that, that was the day of my youngest niece's graduation from high school, so. I missed the first part of the game because I was at a high school graduation. Oh, well, congratulations. And she's adorable, by the way. I don't think I got a chance to, to tell you that. Okay. Yeah, I sent you a picture of her and her prom dress. Yes. I apologize. Yeah. yeah, she's adorable. So, well, congratulations on her graduating. What college is she going to? Uh, it's between two of them. One of them is uh, uh, the Bakersfield. California campus. I don't know. I don't know if I should call it UC or Cal. I think it's UC Bakersfield. Um, wow. And then there. Wow. And then there was a couple well, of other schools. The one is so far, and I can't imagine that it could be a little bit boring up there. Yeah, if you I mean, not, to, campuses, not to be smart to anybody huh. who lives in Bakersfield, but uh, if you've ever been no, through there, it's in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> well, no, I'm talking about it for me because my niece, the modern niece, has moved to Fresno. I feel the same way. It's not the place I would ever go. You know, it's a place that you pass yeah. all the way to someplace else. That's Bakersfield. Yeah. Yes, so, yes. And, but again, college campuses tend to have their own active community regardless, so it may not be what I think it is, but that's pretty far and pretty desolate. But in any case, that's an option, and so where else is she considering? I couldn't tell you all the options, to be honest, Tracy. <laughs> okay. Well, at least you've got... It's least hard for me to keep up the fact because, you know, I, there's a lot of things going on in my particular family. And, like, my nephew's close to graduating, you know, from the school he goes to, and he's been at ROTC, and, and part of him is thinking about opting out of the ROT part of it, you know, which means he would have to come back and pay for his college that has up to this point been free. But he's also had several job offers because his major is electrical engineering, and, you know, they're starting to offer him money, and it's making his eyes get big. <laughs> I'll just say that. 
Wait a second. So hold on a second. Your nephew went for electrical engineering? Yes. Oh, you come from a smart family, Malcolm. Uh, we're all right. I mean, so. <laughs> well, I mean, you it, it kind of makes sense, actually, because you have an analytical mind, so wouldn't surprise me that your nephew is a went after the electrical engineering degree. That's amazing. And so now he's he's kind of not considering ROTC, which means he would have to well, pay the money back, which means there's value in paying the money back, which also means they can't recruit him then either, right? He's done his time. Can't recruit him as far as what? As far as there being a war or something like that. Well, I mean, okay, let's be real. If, if there's ever a war... And we get to a point where there's a draft. All young men are, are up for this unless you have a medical exemption. So if you're under a certain age, I think the age is 26 or 27, you can be drafted. But we have we haven't had a draft since 1972. So you know. Well, but that's not what I'm talking about. That. When when you're enlisted, there's there's some way that they keep you reengaged oh. in the system. You're in the well. You're in the reserves. If you're in the reserves, you can, you know. And not everybody opts for the reserves, but if mm-hmm. you're in the reserves, they can always call you back up. Mm-hmm. So the reserves are that one week in a month, you know, two weeks in the summer thing, right? I'm sure you've heard about it. So you're in the service, but you're not active military. So you do your one week in a month, two weeks in the summertime to stay, you know, in day. But if a war breaks out, yes, you. A lot of times they do follow up the reserves very really quickly. That's what happened in the last Iraq uh, Afghanistan wars. You know, a lot of the units that got called up were, were reserve units. And so mm-hmm. you're reserved, you got a regular job, maybe wife and kids, girlfriend, whatever you have, they call you up. Mm-hmm. You are now back to active duty military and they send you off to mm-hmm. war and your job by law is required to not give your job away. But it always doesn't work out that well, you know. Some people, it doesn't. You know, it doesn't always work out that well. Losing their job, yeah. Bottom line, um, and I'm, a, you know, I'm all for the military, but I, I also don't think it works for everybody. Uh, well, I mean, just getting back to your it. son, just getting back that's to your true. nephew. If he, I apologize. If he, uh, <laughs> if he decides to pull out of ROTC and pay them back. Done a great job. What is it? What six years he's been in ROTC? Uh, no, he just actually finished his fourth year. So, um, it's, he's kind of doing four years and an extra semester because he had this one semester that when he told me what he was taking, I was like, "Are you nuts?" Because he he tried to take these heavy-duty engineering classes along with a couple of heavy-duty science classes. And, you know, when I was in college, I learned that you could take a couple of them together, but, you know, the workload gets too heavy. Plus he had, you know, some other classes. And he got through the heavy classes, but the, low, the, the like the English, and there was another class that he, could, that he didn't do well in because, I mean, he had to spend all his time working on the other classes. So, you know, a lot of times when you're in, these, especially these technical-type degree programs, you know, people mm-hmm. say college is college, but college isn't just college. So when you do a heavy-duty technical degree program, some of the mm-hmm. classes are, I mean, literally brain busters. I mean, you 
and it's almost like you don't you have to be brilliant to to, to do what my nephew tried to do. And you know, I told right. him that would be crazy. I mean, but he was really trying to push the envelope so he could graduate on time. And it didn't work out. So mm-hmm. he had to take an extra semester where he had to take a couple of more classes. But his GPA, you know, mm-hmm. it's funny because when I went to my brother's house the other day, I, um, he had his, his last semester's grades up. And, you know, he's on the dean's list. And he's gotten really high marks in these very difficult classes. But, I, you know, I said, man, I'm proud of you, because that's not easy to do. I've taken some of those classes. It's not easy to do to get those right. grades. So right. you know, he's done well. He's done well. Can't be happier for him. But Good so with all that said, um, well, let me got get away from my family because I can talk about them all day. <laughs> so, okay. We were talking about the NBA finals because you know you watched the game, so you saw Kyrie Irving, the point guard for the Cleveland Cavaliers, fall down in yes. overtime and turn. because yes. you know, I, I was back and I was watching it. And I was watching it with my brother and my mom, and yeah, you know when he went down, I said, "Oh, he's done for the series." You could tell. So when they took him back, you know, well, took him back again. No, he's done, Tracy. He I broke mean, his kneecap. No, no. <laughs> he's, he's broke his kneecap. You can tell wait, the answer is serious. Wait, wait. No, I, okay, I saw the impact, the moment of impact. First of all, I think everybody's spirits were way too high. Um, and there was some an aggressive overtone by the old time, the overtime, the overtime. But I saw it. I saw his late twist as he went down, and I thought, oh, maybe a meniscus tear. A broken kneecap? That's what, they, that's what they're saying. That is crazy to me. I was well, shocked you know, when I heard. When they were walking him off, you know, he was completely upset. And as he should be. Cause he, he was the, angry. The whole... He was throwing things around. He was throwing his well, stuff upset. on the I mean, floor. You got to think about it. He's a young man. It's his first chance of being at this high level of the sport. I mean, he's mm-hmm. been in the league for a minute, but he's been on Cleveland, and he's been on Cleveland when LeBron James wasn't there. So, you know, this time of year, Cleveland is sitting at home watching TV. This is his first chance to be at this, this, you know, this level in the playoffs and to go out on it, you know, because, you know, he's been hurt most of the playoffs anyway. He started getting hurt in the Chicago series and had to miss a couple of games, and here we are in the finals. Uh, he wanted to put it all on the line, and, and he go. And here's the funny part: Cleveland had a chance to win the game in regulation, and had they won the game in regulation, there is no overtime for him to get hurt in. But you know, it's just right. the way it is. That's right. Things happen. That's right. That's so, right. That's a really good point. That is a really, really good point. So, but you know, but that's that's sports. You don't have. You, you don't. There, there's no rhyme or reason. Stuff happens. Just deal with it. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, it's sad for him because he's a, he's you know from I don't know the young man, but he seems like a nice young man, and he seems like you mm-hmm. know, you know, it was just bad luck. So, yeah. What do you do? I feel sorry for him, and that but it, that actually doesn't bode well for the Cleveland franchise because. He was a, your, your all-star point guard, and now they're going to have to try to go against this really phenomenal Golden State Warriors team. And I don't know if you remember the uh, the movie back from the 70s, The Warriors. Do you remember that movie? No. The Warriors? 
Warriors, come out and play. Yay. The Buffett's Gang in New York. No. Never mind. No. Anyway. <laughs> I was going off on a tangent. So, the Warrior team hasn't had the best luck in the playoffs either. I mean, you talk about two franchises that haven't seen, you know, a championship. Yes. The Warriors won a championship years ago when Rick Barry was their star player. And just to put that in context, Rick Barry is probably close to 70 now. So, um, for them to have one, you know, you know, that would be great for both either franchise to win. I mean, because they both right. have a long history in the league without having a chance to get up there. Of not and play winning, forward. yes, yes. So, but I, I personally, I am a fan of LeBron James. It has nothing to do with Golden State being in California. I personally didn't even know there was a another team yet in California. Didn't know. I know the Sacramento. I know Clippers. I know Lakers. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And that's it. For many years, the Warriors wore a doormat. So the fact that you didn't know that, you know, you're not a sports fan, I'm not that surprised. Okay, good. You know. I mean, now I'd be surprised if I didn't like, know, but... but. I'm like, I'm of looking at the symbol, know. and I'm like, is that the Golden Gate Bridge? Like, I'm just racking, instead of looking it up on the internet, that I'm just racking my brain. Well, well, you know what, let me not lie, because it could be the Oakland Papers, because the team is technically headquartered in Oakland. Yeah, it doesn't look like the Golden State Bridge, but the, yeah, but the name is Golden State Warriors. Yeah. So... The picture does not look like the Golden State Bridge, but you're right. There's a problem somewhere. In any case. (laughs) But I personally want LeBron to take it home. It's so important. Such a big sacrifice. Because it really is important to him. Uh, don't even go there. No, it's not about California. No, 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 no. Well, it's not about California. I, don't, I, mean, like I, I said, didn't even know who they were. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? You got, uh, you know, and there's there's a reason why both teams could and should win. Right, okay. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so, well, wait, we were talking about the backstory. Okay, which backstory did you say- want? Sorry. Kerry and LeBron were actually born in the same hospital and went to the same high school. So I didn't know that. That being said, oh, my God, see, that's why, Malcolm, that's why it's very important to me to know the backstory. Then I get to teach you. All righty. Uh, so they went to the same <laughs> high school at the, at the same time? They were born in the same hospital. And if I'm not mistaken, I don't know if it was the same time. Because Terry looks younger than LeBron. Um, LeBron James is 30 years old. Steph Curry is 27. Uh-huh. Okay, so there you go. And yes, they born were both the same born hospital. in Akron, Ohio. Same hospital. Mm-hmm. Same hospital. And if I'm not mistaken, same high school. 
I don't see that they went to the same high school, but I'm going to take your word. Well, there's another connection to their high school. There is. But in any case, I think they went to the same high school. (laughs) There is another connection. Okay, tell me what it is. I already told you. You just can't find it. Um, They'll repeat it. I thought you were going to tell me, but... uh, That they went to the same high school. You said that. Mm -hmm. Um, So, okay. So, that's what you said. I swear for God, when it comes to sports, I really need to sit down with a pen and paper and document, like, who said it so I could be more emphatic and argumentative when I communicate with you. That way it could be like, no, this anchor said it, blah, 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 blah. Oh, and I keep forgetting the document. It is. Actually, actually, Malcolm, it is that important because you inevitably always check my words. No, it's not that way. When you say something like that, you're right, I do check. What people because because that's actually phenomenal that you get these two you know uh, uh, exactly of the that's why I love exactly I mean, it's, it's, it's one thing that you would get two NBA players out of the same school it's another thing to get two MVPs out of the same school that's that's well, that's why second. I would look at it oh well but it's actually one thing if you get them out of the same college that I could see because they would have the training from the same coach they would have the same method of four years of training that I could see but to be born out of the same hospital and, if I'm not mistaken, to be born out of the same high school. And here's the thing that's really important. Even though Kerry is in California, the one thing you can never take away from a person's spirit is the city that they were born in. So technically, LeBron and Kerry have the same spirit. Of the city. And that makes a difference. I'm not trying to – no, they're, they're both warriors. They're both warriors. Not warriors like the team's name is Warriors. They're both warriors. The problem is Steph Curry went to high school in North Carolina. Uh-huh. LeBron James Ooh. never left Ohio up until he got drafted <laughs> in the NBA. So when you said that, I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you know that that Steph Curry's dad was an NBA player. He's my age, right? So when I was growing, okay. when I was coming up, I knew his dad. His dad is Dale Curry, huh. played for a lot of teams, and good player, good player. Huh. But right. and he was one of those, you know, he was one of those three point shot specialist guys. But nice. his son makes him look like he didn't even know where the basket was. That's how good Steph Curry is. Steph Curry is just yeah. head shoulders, but, so. The reason that Steph Curry went to high school in North Carolina more than likely was because that's where his dad was playing at the time. Um, okay. Okay, fine. But they were born in the same uh, same city. Yeah, yeah. I don't need the credit. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Let's go back to uh, whatever the hell we talked about. I have no idea. Okay, so... We were talking about the busted kneecap. Busted kneecap and Kyrie. And Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Yeah. And so now they're going to be looking for some of the other players on, on the Cleveland Cavaliers to step up. Because you That's have, right. you know, 
You have That's right. you know the two guards that uh, that Cleveland has acquired from New York. You have <laughs> J.R. Smith mm-hmm. and uh, Supper, and mm-hmm. those two guys have been playing well. Although in the, you know in this game one, J.R. Smith, while he was hot early when it got down to crunch time, he couldn't buy a basket. He kind of looked like mm-hmm. the Clippers did when they played their last game against the Rockets. Just couldn't hit a shot if, they, if the shot was given to him. Mm-hmm. So hopefully Jr. will be able to, you know, to be a little more consistent and, and play the way he needs to. I mean, he's actually one of the NBA players I've actually met in person. So, I, you know, I do have an affinity for the young man. I think he's a good player, and I'm glad to see he's getting mm-hmm. a chance to, uh, to win, you know, be in the finals. Because for years he was on teams that never had a chance. You know, so, mm-hmm. you know, here he is right on the cusp of possibly winning the championship himself. And I know that, you know, because he's like a lot, not a lot of players, but he's one of these players that came directly out of high school and went straight to the pros before they disallowed that to happen anymore. So, you know, Jr. is a, I think he's a New Jersey native, but he's a good player, mm-hmm. you know, but he's a fiery kind of guy, you know, sort of. So I would hope that, you know, again, you know, since Kyrie Irving is down, that, you know, these other guys will step up. And, it, you know, I'm not saying that either team should win, but I like to see good competition when it gets to this level. I really do. Well, wait a second. At, at this stage of the game, you're not going to pick who you want to win? You're okay with Well, let, let me just tell you, everything I've picked so far this year has been completely wrong. So, I think if I pick it, I'm just dooming that team to failure. So I'm going to leave myself out of it. So wait a second. So you mean in terms of gambling with your job or something? or? No. Well, I've been wrong every time. I don't know if you noticed that. Really? I have. No. (laughs) Completely wrong every time. Came to a prediction on sports. I was like, yeah, this is going to happen. Did not happen. But in my defense... In my defense, Tracy, a lot of times, I, you know, I, I thought I was being really safe, so I, I didn't really guarantee it until, like, when the Clippers were up 3-1 to one on uh, Houston. I'm like, the Clippers are going to win the series. I don't usually say that. That's usually because <laughs> the teams don't come back from being down like that. But mm. you know, here we go. You were know, so. right about Mayweather. Yeah, I mean, you know what? Mayweather wasn't going to lose. He was, he's younger, faster, in in his hometown. Um, I just, anyway, we could go on and on about I'm not really a big fan of Mayweather at this point. You know, this whole beating up on his girlfriends and wives allegation just kind of disturbs me. Good. You know? Good. I'm glad it does disturb you because it's disgusting. Good. Well, I appreciate you know, that. It, thing. The sad part is, you know, you got, you know, like, I brought up the Ray Rice thing. He, Ray Rice, he had his dealings, and, you know, it was very public, but he doesn't have the history that Mayweather has. Mayweather has a complete history of being this bad guy. That's right. That's right. And mm-hmm. everybody, Ray Rice can't even find a job. I mean, literally, they had an article on the, in the, on the, the Internet last week about Ray Rice's inability to find a job. And, you know, here you go. You know, Mayweather is, is making money hand over foot because he's in a sport where it's not, you know, it's, it's just where allowed. It's fighting. Maybe it's expected. No, what's expected? That you fight a man 
for a living and a woman at home. Like, come on. It's just twisted America. We're just crazy. America is crazy. It's just despicable. You know. <laughs> well, okay, so despicable. Had you, had you heard about the former Speaker of the House, Dennis Hasper? Church. Yes. I'm a little confused. First of all, maybe I wasn't into politics at the time. Who was the president at the time when he was Speaker of the House? Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton? Bill Clinton. Oh, he was one of, so when he was Speaker of the House, he's the one who stood oh. up and said how morally bankrupt Bill Clinton was, you know, for having oh. a thing with Monica Lewinsky, right? Oh, God. Not knowing yes. he has all these, these, you know, when he was this, this wrestling coach back in the day, he was out there diddling all the little boys, so, you know. Oh, my God. And paying them yeah. off for something like that? Well, you know what the funny thing is when you when you watch things like Fox News and stuff in their defense of them, they're saying you know how despicable that these people are trying to blackmail them. I'm like, no, how despicable that he's a pedophile. That's the despicable part. You know the fact that, well, that people are blackmailing them. I don't know if the blackmail and pedophiles are even the same thing. Well, I don't know. It kind of goes back to the Duggars or the Duggars. I don't remember their name. And yeah, even though the, the son, and the Duggars, even though the son is an admitted, um, I, I don't think he calls himself a pedophile, but that's what it is. But they're saying because he was 14, you can't label him a pedophile. Like, that's the parent's description of, like, what a pedophile is. A pedophile is a man. It's, yeah. But I thought a pedof- the description of a pedophile had nothing to do with um male or female. But that's I mean a grown man or a teenager. But in any case, they decided to have the public look at not their son, but the fact that the information had gotten released. That was despicable. That the information got released. Well that's what they want us to look at. They're part of Same you know, thing they as to, you know they're like these Christian right people, so you know they they've they actually have been supporters of a lot of these uh, right-wing politicians, because the right is right, don't you know? They, it doesn't matter what mm-hmm. kind of person they are. You know, I, I was watching one guy, and he said, usually when you get you get these people, and he wasn't talking about the Duggars, but he was talking about just some of these politicians who are so, at, you know, against gay and uh, lesbian relationships that, you know, if they're saying it too much, that means that they probably are one themselves. So. Oh. But anyway, on another note, because I wanted to bring this up, because I don't know how long we got, but I um, want to bring up, you know who Brittany Griner is, right? Basketball player? Her. Yes, Malcolm. Yes. You said that as a little sad. He's like, like yes, Malcolm. Ah, uh, because I'm exhausted. I mean, the well, story is exhausting, and it's just begun. It's exhausting. Well, it's been around for a minute. Um, no, I so. mean, their marriage and then their divorce and this impending baby, apparently. Like, it's exhausting. Well, yeah, because, I mean, you know, and, and it's... <laughs> wait, 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 if you're out. choking... Wait, wait, if you're choking, you're about to say something really, really rude? Is that what's about to happen? And maybe 
the forces are stopping you from saying something completely rude? I know that's not the case. I, all I was going to do was say, <laughs> well, wow, you left on me on that one. Um, right. <laughs> that, you, Malcolm. <laughs> no, no, no. What I was going to say is that we have a lot of people who are against gay marriage in this world, and I'm not one of them because, you know, I'm thinking everybody has the right to do what they need to do, right? So these people have the right to get married, but see, what some people don't get is that, you know, gay marriage is going to be a perfect world, and to me, all it's going to be is just marriage. You know, they're going to have the same problems that other married people face. It's so, just the marriage. Right. It's just so, the marriage. Interesting enough, here in this what case, everybody's going to find out, that it's just the marriage. She found, <laughs> out, that the other chick, she found out that the other girl is pregnant with somebody else's baby. Well, she wants now to have the marriage annulled because so how dare you go off and have a baby Ooh. with somebody else when we're married. Okay, it's hold just, it. Back up. Back up. I may have missed that part. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Hold on. I'm confused now. <laughs> well, you, you you understand that back in back in mid to late April, they got both both of them got arrested. Uh, domestic yes, violence domestic violence. Right? Yes, so, yes. I mean, well, the marriage should have ended at that point. The marriage plan should have ended at that point. I'm sorry. So and so the the WNBA actually suspended both of them as well for you know, the domestic violence thing, because that's where we're at, professional sports. But, so, so, on Thursday, just this Thursday, mm-hmm. uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, her name is uh, Glory Johnson. And she's a good player. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Announced that she would actually miss the entire season because she's pregnant. And she's pregnant with the couple's first child. Now, mm-hmm. right after that is when uh, Brittany Griner said, no, we're getting an annulment. So, mm-hmm. so it, it's, it's unfortunate. So I'm a little confused. I'm still confused. So this baby is from an affair? Or this baby I, I is know. from in vitro? I'm a little confused. I don't know. I said... It says, I'm just reading, the entire process from learning our fertility options to making sacrifices necessary nine months before a child is born, merely preparing me to become a great wife and even a better mother. So maybe they did do some, you know, I don't know. It's just the fact that uh, she wants to get an annulment, you know, right after the girl announces that she's pregnant. Just makes you say, hmm. But you know what, Malcolm, I'm going to tell you what it really sounds like. The one that's pregnant, what's her name? Lori Johnson. She sounds crazy to me, Malcolm. I'm going to be completely really honest about this. She sounds nuts to me. I think, unless I'm, yeah, Johnson is the one that sounds crazy to me. Because, she's okay, she's making too much of a public statement about the perfection of marriage and the relationship and, you know, I'm doing the best to be the best mom, blah, 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 blah. Like, what are you doing making such public statements like that for unless you're hiding something? And she sounds nuts to me. I think Brittany wound up in a a relationship with a girl that's crazy. 
And now, are you saying are you saying this as a psychic, or are you saying this as because uh, <laughs> I mean, because she's saying that you know when they when they had their little court issues, she pled not guilty. Brittany Griner pled guilty, um, but you know the WNBA doesn't care. They suspended both of them because they both got arrested. Mm. So. Well, I'm not looking at it from a legal standpoint in terms of who's guilty and who's not guilty. There's most likely they were they both wound up hitting each other, but I guess the matter is comes down to legally who hit who first. Someone may have um, pleaded guilty to it, but the other one, Johnson, sounds nuts to me, Malcolm. Completely and utterly crazy, and I'm not even doing it psychically, although. Of course, I'm probably typing in psychically. I just don't understand all the public statements about what perfection, what family needs, and all that other stuff. Like, that is something you should be just saying to your partner. What the hell are you making well, these public statements for? It's not like she's going in front of a news conference. She puts the stuff on Instagram, Tracy. And you, you being another person that Instagram things, and you, you know. I, I, and that's a problem Instagram. to me. If Chris Brown is on. Twitter, and he shouldn't be on Twitter. Twitter. Chris Brown is nuts. Well, that's, you know my belief. I, I, I think most of this stuff is too much. But yeah, you know, but I'm from a, a, another generation. I, I think most people need to just, you know, if you're right, they don't need to share as much as they're sharing. But they're sharing. But they so are sharing. She, but if you share, then you get, then I get to say, what's going on here? This does not sound normal to me, Malcolm. Like, Clearly, there's a, there's an emotional issue in the relationship, and yet one of them is going on Twitter and saying, my family's perfect, or I'm trying to achieve this perfect relationship, blah, blah, blah. Malcolm, that's a problem. That's a mental problem. When clearly well, you get off Twitter and you look at the person next to you, you can't stand the person next to you, or you're ready to fight the person next to you, and then that becomes really public. She sounds crazy to me, and I don't know. I well, think Brittany might have so, done herself a favor by getting out. But now there's a photo that says Brittany Griner happily caressed Glory Johnson's bare baby bump before filing for annulment. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just quoting stuff I see. Here's the problem. <laughs> it's just, it's all crazy. Here's the problem. The problem <laughs> is that we're talking about two very young people. And yeah. young and dumb actually go together. It's not just male or female. Yes. Just young. You know, it takes a while to get there. And so, yes. you know, Gloria Johnson is 24 years of age. Mm-hmm. And Brittany Griner is about the same age. Mm-hmm. So they're both very, very young. And so here you are looking at you know, two young people making all these life-changing decisions and in, in the public eye. Of course it's going to look yeah. crazy. They can't help but look crazy because yeah. they're young. Young people typically are not. <laughs> no, Malcolm. not to be nuts. That's just my opinion. Malcolm, no. From personal experience, I can tell you, yes, the youth is young. And I, I swear to God, I wonder if I was that crazy when I was young. I really have to measure you I'd like to say were. no. I think we all were. No. I think it's just part of being young. <laughs> well, you told me some stories, Tracy, that, that you know, to be honest, a little crazy, but, you know. 
You were young, so you got to... I can repeat one, but I don't know if you want me to. <laughs> Because it is, 
you know, there's a lot of stuff that can, you know, cause a lot of pressure. So you give these kids all this money and all this fame, and then you follow them around paparazzis every friggin' two seconds. You know, they can't go to the bathroom without somebody taking a picture of them or saying something about them. And, you know, you'd have to have really, really, really thick skin in order to deal with this. And, you know, they're human beings. Yeah. They're human beings. And I agree. We should, we should back up off them a little bit, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. My feelings, you know. But I, agree. I, I know how to you know me. I don't really I agree. But getting back to these two girls, getting back to these two girls, one of them is crazy. Literally. Well, no, that's not psychic, but I'll do a psychic read on it. But one of them is nuts. Okay, keep this in mind, Tracy. In, in, in every relationship. Wait, that why you know, are you getting upset because I'm saying one of them is nuts? Why is that upsetting I, to you? I didn't get upset. Did, did I? <laughs> I just said to keep this in mind. You did. You sound upset no, to me. <laughs> I, I, I'm not upset. Because okay. this has no bearing on my life. So I'm just going to say, keep in mind, in, in a lot of relationships, there's a perceived crazy one in it. And it, they may be a little bit or, or more or less. Who knows? I don't know what's well, going on but, young ladies. But the only reason why I'm saying, let's just go back a little bit in terms of mental stability, is I'm getting to the point where they're having some major, major issues. And the other one keeps pointing out about her perfection in trying to achieve, you know, being a good mother and being a good wife and da 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 da. So you got so this clearly out her perfection. Right, right. She's deflecting that there's a real problem in a relationship, and that's the problem that I'm having with one of them, which I think is the Johnson girl. She's the one that is saying. You know, I, I had this baby so that we could be the greatest family ever. Like, that doesn't make sense when this one just filed for divorce. At this stage of the game, everybody pull out. Get out of social media. I understand social media is a problem. But if you're crazy, what you're going to try and show the public instead is that I'm the perfect one instead of just letting things go. And that's the only thing I was trying to point out in terms of, like, the level of craziness. Because that's a crazy you can't fix. So if somebody is, like, trying to show the public that they are, you know, this is what I'm presenting. I'm presenting the fact that I'm a great woman, I'm a great mother, and I'm pregnant, and I want to be a great wife. And clearly there's a problem in the relationship. That's a problem. That's okay. a little bit crazy. Tracy. You may be right, but, but, okay, but let me just read something that the girl wrote. She deleted it, but she wrote it first. She wrote, a true relationship is two unperfect people refusing to give up on each other. Oh, who says it's Johnson? Yes. Oh, that's exactly my point. Okay, repeat that again. Go back. Hold on. Give give it to me again. <laughs> She said, a true relationship is two unperfect Mm -hmm. people refusing to give up on each other. Now, this is allegedly written by her on one of her things she posted. That was during the outburst of their domestic violence issue, after she broke, after Brittany Griner left her. When did she write this? Um. 
Leslie hours. Oh. She wrote it hours after Brittany Griner filed to annul their marriage. After they after Brittany Griner left the marriage. After she publicly announced that she was gonna annul it. Then that becomes crazy. Okay, but that becomes crazy on Johnson's part. Are you sure you just don't want her to be crazy? Because, I mean, it sounds like you want her to be crazy. Oh, my God. No. Oh, my God. Please, please help me here. Listen to what I'm saying. There's a problem in a relationship. Somebody has already decided to annul the relationship. Make it a public statement. And that's the problem that I'm having here, making a public statement like that makes her crazy. That's a conversation she should just be having with Brittany. Maybe she can't reach Brittany. Maybe Brittany's not taking her phone call. Then you don't say anything. You don't say anything. That is a level of craziness because that tells me that Johnson is going to be is is she like is she going to settle in on the fact that maybe they're not going to be together. That's a concern of mine. Well, she said she was blindsided by the the, uh, the other girl filed annulment papers. So, and because this really baby is, I, I, I know, know we don't know baby. enough about this story to, to understand no, why Brittany left after twenty eight days. Twenty eight days of marriage, Malcolm. What is could have gone on in twenty eight days of marriage? Seriously. I don't know, but uh, apparently they got arrested prior to them getting married, so they go ahead and they got married anyway. It's at that point that you cancel the wedding. That's a problem. I would think, I mean, because I'm going to be honest with you, if you get me arrested before I marry, I'm probably not going to marry you. No, no, that's a problem. We're going to have a problem with the whole marriage process because I really don't don't do arrests. But that's just me. Uh, Some people don't mind being arrested, apparently. Apparently, they got married anyway. Yeah. But apparently, they were going into counseling together, and I I think the counselor was trying to convince her not to go forward with it. She's like, but I did anyway. I mean, Brittany's crazy, too. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, I'm not trying to put it all on Johnson. See, now, I'm just saying. I'm glad you said that, because, see, usually to me, in a situation like this, it takes two. So, you know, I'm not saying either one of them is crazy or either one of them is saying, but there's a, obviously they're having some issues. And That's probably right. shouldn't have tied the knot in the first place because of these issues. That's right. That's that was right. Just so but sad. Again, let's go back to being young. They're young. So. Yes, yes. Being young is a major, major problem. Wow. I didn't know about being in the... the the Duggar sisters have come out publicly to defend their brother. He made bad choices. <laughs> well, I don't know. Again, I think they're being somewhat manipulated by their parents. Well, let's go so. back to this. This is kind of, you know, I don't want to, you know, because I was going to say a cray cray family because, I mean, this is a family. They got 19 kids. 19. Who does that? <laughs> Well, I mean, literally, the mom believe. should never not be pregnant. The mom is pregnant all the time. She's like, 
mom was pregnant again. Well, I would say the mom was pregnant for like 19 years and probably in some years had a baby and was pregnant the same year. But the parents led us to believe, which is the saddest part, like when you watch the parents and their pain and trying to cover this up, because it seems to be very painful to cover this up for them, um, the parents have led us to believe that the girls didn't know anything as if they were infants or something, right? But I do know infants that have been molested and they remember the memory and they were infants, right, Malcolm? So let's just start there. The girls confessed. I think one said she was 10. Yeah, no, these girls were like 9, 10, yeah, something in the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not quite adolescent. And see, when the dad did the defense of he said that the son, (laughs) he didn't really do too much. He just touched their breast over their, you know, they had their shirts on. But I'm like, they were no, no, no. They're not telling the whole story. Okay. Oh, it makes Probably me so not. mad. They're not telling. Well, they're, they're talking about the first encounter. The first encounter was one way. But, Malcolm, there were seven encounters that got more aggressive. By the way, these are just two of the daughters that are coming out. There's two more daughters and a babysitter. Other two daughters aren't coming out yet which means the aggressiveness may have been placed upon the other two daughters. Yeah, who knows? I mean, you know, it's a, it's a sad situation because you don't like to hear about anybody, you know, molesting no, anybody, else, let alone your sisters, your own sister. <laughs> you know, the person who molested you was your brother. That's, yes. that's deep in itself. Yes. You know, so, yes. you know, who's really the same? Yeah. It was really the same. I'm not quite sure uh, what the hell, but um, you feel bad for them. That's all you can say. You feel bad for the family. Um, I feel bad for the girls because when they had an opportunity, the parents, here's the thing. He did try to tell them, I'm a little sick. You know, this is what I did. And they let him do it three times. He should have been separated well, from the from the other girls immediately. Like somebody should have had eyes on this kid, and he should have been away to boarding school the first time he said it. You know, it's not the first time, the second time he said it, Malcolm. He should have went to boarding school, and he should have never have come home again. What? I mean, I, you know, that's I, just me. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know, Tracy, because, I mean, if, you, if, if you're in their position, I mean, who, who would be in their position? But you have a son who okay. was admitted to touching your, your his sister. How do you right. deal with that one? I mean, I, I, I'm not sure how you do deal with it. I mean, I, I'm, I'm thankful. I mean, that I guess it would just depend. I would say, if I'm a woman, I'm going to worry about my daughters now. That's what I think I would do. Okay, well, and I'm, I'm sure that's. I, would, I mean, I know but, me. I would be spending the whole but, time going, Josh, where are you, Josh? Where are you, Josh? Sit down, sit down, babe, sit down. You know, and I would be like, girls, you guys stay together. Or I would have just an honest conversation with my girls. And I'd be like, like, if he ever does this to you again, like, kick him. Like, I don't know, but something went wrong that they let him roam free and allow it three more times. No, I'm sorry. Why am I saying three more times? Seven times, Malcolm. Okay. Five sisters. Four sisters and a babysitter. 
Well, obviously he was getting around, but the, the sad part is, you know, again, if there's you're only the parent, five sisters. Malcolm, there's only five sisters. So you're saying that the, the rest of their kids are boys? Yeah, everybody else is boys. So you got 15 and boys and five girls? He's the oldest, and he's the oldest. Well, and again, the sad part here is that, you know, if you're the parent, you know, not only are those your daughters, that's also your son. So it's got to be very difficult to deal with. You know, I'm just, just saying, just, if I'm if, if this were in my family and I'm a woman, uh-huh. I would have compassion for my daughters. That's what I. That's what I'm trying to say. I, 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 I would be mortified that they you were. Have, you, you, I get it. Uh, I get it. I get it. I hear what you're saying. Concept. You know, because if if I had, you know, a child, you know, on either side of this, I, I'm concerned about both. Which they do. You know, and so Which it, it's got to be and, real, real difficult, you know. But, but I'm just saying that no one, I, like I hear what you're saying, you have a son and a daughter, and I get that. But then no one watched Josh. No one watched him enough to make sure that this would never happen again after the first confession. Well, and see, I'm going to speak from where oh, I was. Boy. I'm going to think from where mm-hmm. I was. So from where mm-hmm. I'm at, from where I'm at, my problem with the whole thing is like knowing this is going on in your family. Why the hell would you want to be on reality TV? Why would right. you want to get doors to this kind of, you know, because you, if you knew this went down, you had to know at some point it was going to come out. You had Absolutely. to. Absolutely. You open the door to it, and. and you know, it's Absolutely. already bad enough that it happens. But you know, from a psychological, <laughs> but from a psychological, not a psychic, but a psychological standpoint, it may have been an unconscious wanting of it coming out regardless by going on national TV. Like, unconsciously, you wanted this to be public. Why would you ever want it to be public? That's all I got to Unconsciously, unconsciously, not consciously, unconsciously, you you are inviting this information coming out, and that's what they did by going on oh, this reality definitely. TV show. If, mm-hmm. if you're on reality TV, all your little you know things that are hidden in the closet, the spider webs that are back in the crevices, are going to be are going to be shown to the light because that's, that's what reality right. TV does for you. And why? Which why yes. I don't understand why anybody would do it. Why the hell would yes. you? Do it? I mean, I know the money can be enticing, but is it really that? Enticing? Is money worth it? I mean, because I look at most of these reality TV shows, most of the people that go on and get divorced, why would you do it? Is it worth it? I know, I know. I was watching some other show like Boris. Oh, I love this couple, Boris and his wife. They have a reality TV show now, and I just kind of looked at them, and I go, oh, my God, I just love them, and Boris, I hope they survive this. Boris Cujo? Boris Cujo. Uh-huh, Boris Cujo. Cujo, whatever his name is. Um, well, yeah, because they, they were on a, the real substance of Hollywood, which is not even a reality but TV that's show. An, that was but that's an acting that's not, job. That's different. That is an acting job. That was completely acting. There was no reality to that. Right. They just played it like no. a reality TV show, and it was, I thought it was funny. And it's hilarious. I, it I love it. It didn't. Some people didn't like it, so I mean, it, it was. But was it canceled? It, it was, 
I don't think it's been canceled. I just don't think there's people like it. No, that show is hilarious. Who doesn't like it? Black folks? Black folks are crazy sometimes. That show is hilarious. I was, you know what? I was talking to my cousin, my cousin who's an actor, and he had actually brought up, um, you know, we were talking about, you know, current shows, and he was talking about, I I brought up that show Blackish, and and he was like, did you watch that? I said, yeah, you know, and it's the kind of show that's not maybe funny every single time, but it, it's funny a lot of times to me. And, that show uh, is hilarious to me. Well, my Did cousin your cousin was, not like that show? <laughs> he, I, I didn't gather that he liked it. No, I didn't gather that he liked what? it. What? That show is hilarious. Well, keep in mind, my, my cousin is an actor, so he, he, he kind of has a... a that's an acting. That's a. Again. That's not a reality show. That's an acting job. That show is ridiculously funny. He, like I watched a repeat on Wednesday, and uh-huh. it was a repeat. I'd already seen it. So I didn't expect to laugh, but I giggled through the whole show. That show's funny. And and, and and some of their shows are completely hilarious. Some of their shows are not so funny. I I watched all of them too. So you know, like I told my cousin, not all of them are funny. But they do a pretty good job. I I enjoy it, you know. So yeah, you know. But that's the world we live in. All right, Malcolm. I need your help. You need my help. You want me to do psychic readings now? Just kidding. Yes, I do. Yeah, that's not gonna happen, Tracy. I still need your help. I could well no I could help you so what do you need to help with? Well, you're the host, so I actually need you to pick a number so I could do a reading on somebody before I leave for the day. Oh, you mean like a telephone number that's coming <laughs> in? I see telephone numbers. Uh huh. So are you looking at the computer and there's a bunch of numbers there? I just looked. There's a couple on there, so yeah, I can see. Okay. So, give me some. Give me some of the area codes. Well, the one that's been on the longest is two two nine. Okay. Okay. Go for it. Go for what? Oh, but you can't leave. Remember, you you can't leave. You can't get off. You have to stay. You have to listen. Do you mind listening for the next? Do you mind staying on? Well, for a while, I actually have to go someplace, but I mean, (laughs) for as long as I can. Well. Go right at you. What do you want me to do, Tracy? Just tell me what you want me to do. Okay, but you have to listen because when I'm finished and I need you to press another number, which is the reason why. I need your help today. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so pr- just press on 229. Uh-huh. Hey, Desi. Hi, Tracy. Hi, Desi. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. What's, what's going you on? I think Malcolm is... Thank you. Hi, Desi. How are you doing? Hi, Malcolm. <laughs> I was going to say, Malcolm is still on the line, so Desi, meet Malcolm, Malcolm, meet Desi. Hi. I actually had a question. That's good. 
pleasure to meet you too because my question was about Brittany Griner and Glory Johnson. <laughs> it's the craziness okay. that has happened okay. within the last few. It's just been much. It was like one situation after the other. The arrest, the mugshot, then they got married, then it was like, oh, we're having a Right, we're having a baby. Like the same day, you announced the 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 baby and the annulment on the same day, and I thought that yep. was like that is super crazy. Weird. You know, I'm not all gonna answer. No judgment. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> all, all, all of those are true. You everything you said was 100. percent all right, oh, I mean, no judgment. How come I mean, Desi, everything Desi says is 100% true, but when I say it now, <laughs> I got to check the computer first. She Let me just the computer. Tracy, Tracy, I'm sorry. She just stated facts. These were just facts. So she said everything. was like, yep, you're right. That's a fact. So. Oh, God. Okay. So, Desi, what is the question? Okay, I really want to know what's happening because it's psychically anyway. I really uh-huh. want to know what's happening because I kind of have to agree because I really uh-huh. think that Brittany and Glory are both crazy. And, you know, two crazy people together is not a good combination. Actually, well, any crazy okay. person in a relationship is not a good combination. So, okay. um, I just so you to think know, they're like, both crazy. Yes, I don't think one is more crazy than the other. I think they both are a little touched, just a little bit. Um, So I just kind of want to know what's happening there. Okay. Um, Oh, well, who makes more money? Somebody, Somebody makes more money than the other person. So it's somehow a little bit money, money based or fame based. What were you going to say, Malcolm? Well, Brittany yeah. Griner has more, has more fame. She's she's a bigger name. Oh. Okay. But keep in mind that both of these girls are both of these girls are all stars in the WNBA now. If you're a WNBA fan, you would know who both of them are. Brittany Griner is more of a household name. She's been a phenom since she was in high school. She was like she's like the LeBron James of the WNBA. Okay. All right. Um there's a father figure that's also prominent in this scenario, by the way. Okay. Um if, if it's well, if it's not a father figure, then it's somebody it's a male and somebody who either is uh, it's associated with money, whoever this guy is. If it's not a father figure, then it's a male character that may have said to one of them, this is good for your career. It could be the sperm donor. No, but that would be after the fact. This is, this is, this is oh, during the domestic violence and the reason oh. why they got married. Somebody oh. said, it's really, really good for your career. One of the two girls. Okay. Um, there definitely is a sickness in a relationship, without a doubt. And 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 I have to be honest with you. I know Malcolm doesn't believe me, but it does feel like severe mental illness is going on here too. I'm not going to oh, pick God. which one. Why would I believe that? Why would I believe that? I think half the people in the world are crazy. So. 
Would you tell me somebody's crazy? I, yeah. <laughs> we live but it in also feels. But it feels severe. So when I say severe, it does feel like either undiagnosed or not taking meds. Oh wow! Okay. All right. Um, they're going to kill each other. Period. Um. <laughs> They they will. They will. It is actually better to release each other. Like, it's actually better what's going on right now in terms of leaving. It's better. Mm-hmm. Could they get back together again? The possibility is high. Okay. It is high. They might say, well, we're going to do it for the sake of the baby. We're going to make it work for the sake of the baby. But then, with all that being said, there's a potential for another woman to step into this relationship regardless. So Oh it's a it's a it's a ugh. and then there's another domestic violence issue coming that's more severe than before. I don't know if that's gonna be during the pregnancy, but I also see the potential of the pregnancy not lasting by the way. So there's a high potential for miscarriage. Wow. Uh, or, or uh, and if it's not miscarriage, it's abortion, one of the two. But So they have the wow. potential of really, really hurting each other. There's a potential for a miscarriage and or abortion. I don't know if it's going to be like an abortion and she's going to be like, oh, I miscarried. So there's, a, there's a little bit of cray-cray. Um, I, I got, um, I'm not even confident, to be honest with you, that that the girl is 100% pregnant, though. trying to say, right, there's, okay. a, there's a real diagnosis for real, real crazy going on here, and that's exactly what I'm trying to say. Oh, that my God. There's a, and in any case, one of them really, really has this ideal of perfection in marriage, and, you know, I think that might be uh, Johnson, Malcolm. I think she has this ideal of perfection in marriage and what it means in her head, Um. I think Griner has somebody talking to her, telling her, yeah, get married. This will be perfect, you know, perfect for the gay community, perfect for, you know, WNDA. And no one is really going to bat for these two people that just maybe, just maybe should not be together. Just maybe. Mm. So would that be any money? Was any money associated with these two getting married? Any any um, endorsements or anything? Did well, they I endorsements? They, I mean, I don't know because I know that at one point they were on that TLC reality show. 
that say yes to the dress where they were picking out like yes. their wedding stuff and yes. there was all this like sponsor sponsor yes yeah, see yeah, that's so. exactly my point yes so there's somebody I believe it's Griner has somebody behind her convincing her to move forward because money's involved we need to do this blah 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 I don't think she wanted to get married I think she was led to just do it. And this is like a a tragedy. Now, whether or not Johnson is actually pregnant, I'm going to leave that open because I see the potential for a miscarriage or an abortion. Or she might say something like, oh, you know, there was so much stress in my relationship that I miscarried. Wink, wink. So, I don't know. Wink, wink. Wow. Oh, oh my no, gosh. this is just a mess. I feel bad for both of them. I mean, and I have to be honest with you, I think mm-hmm. Beverly Griner, the way I'm looking at the cards, which is mm-hmm. different. Sometimes I talk with you, Malcolm, I'm just talking like normal. But when I look at the cards, sometimes it's a different scenario. I think Griner was manipulated into this whole scenario by this guy. I don't know who. I don't know if it's a sports agent. I don't know if it's a father figure. There's somebody that that accounts for her income. So he gets paid, she gets paid, something like that. Mm. And I feel really, really bad. Like, none of this should have gone this far. Not that they shouldn't be together. I just feel like whoever they are as two individuals should have waited another year. They would have figured out so much more. And then to top it off, somebody else is coming in the picture to, to to tear them apart anyway. But I do feel that there could be a reconciliation momentarily. Sad. Oh, dear. Okay. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Malcolm, have you ever heard my readings before? I don't think you listen to the show after you get off, do you? No, I don't. Uh, you know, I'm not a big reading type of person, Tracy. So, um, all I can say is okay to that. Okay, wow. <laughs> well, here's the thing: a lot of times, like I don't, I don't, I don't know if you watch my videos, but a lot of times I will say something completely ridiculous, completely crazy, and I'll get comments. They'll be like, "That's the dumbest thing you ever said." And then it'll come out true, like with Bruce Jenner a year ago. I said, Bruce Jenner, you're becoming a girl, da 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 And everybody was like, oh, really? And look, I was right. <laughs> you were, you, you, so. yeah, you, you were right on Bruce Jenner. Uh, didn't know you said that, but but he told his kids that they took on his dad. So, I mean, you know, whatever. Well, because it's a huge transition, especially for the older children. Right. They're not they're not 100% on board with this whole Caitlyn Jenner thing. There's a little bit of resentment because he wasn't a good father in the beginning anyway. And then to top it off, they have to kind of look at him today and maybe have to address him as Caitlyn. But I like Bruce. Bruce was like, no. He was like, call me dad. And I thought that was amazing. He's not forcing well, the older kids to do anything. And see, in my world, Tracy, uh, what else would he have them call him? I mean, they can't, they're not going to, you don't call your mom by their first name or your dad by their first name. You call them mom or dad, right? 
That's just the only right. That's have a right. mom. You can't now say, that's right. I'm going to start calling you mom, too, because that's probably weird. <laughs> you only want to call me. You're that's dad. Right. You're going to be dad until you stop being dad. That's right. That's right. What's crazy thing is, and this is what I don't understand. Like, okay, so <laughs> they have this whole special. Chris Jenner crying and caring all about how she misses Bruce, the real, whatever. The, she misses Bruce, and she's going to mm-hmm. have trouble coming to terms with Caitlyn, I guess. But Bruce, or Caitlyn, said in his interview, her interview, I'm sorry, her interview, mm-hmm. that um, mm-hmm. that Chris knew from the beginning that he was that it was no it was it was I guess it was their secret. Yeah. So I don't understand the crying and carrying on now when you knew that this was eventually going that he had always he he was taking the hormones and all this stuff. I guess maybe she's coming to terms with the full transition, but I mean the way that's special, the way that he said in the interview was he's been transitioning before our Yes. Uh, well you could look at the television show, and you could see him transitioning. You could see his transformation. His facial features were changing. His hair was getting longer. There was something physically different with Bruce Jenner in the past couple of years on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. And then to top it off, if you remember, they stopped putting him in the series more and more. So, right. Yeah, she, right. So I would say, yes, Chris did know. But to be fair to Chris, this is her husband. She's a public figure. And she has to find a way to emotionally balance this out now publicly. Mm, I see. I see. So I think she has a right to tears. I think. I think she does. I think everything about everything in her life has now changed forever. So that even if there was a possibility of making a decision not to move forward, well, that's, that cat's out of the bag now. It's just not going to happen. But if mm-hmm. you remember also in the last couple of years on the Keeping Up with the Kardashians, she treated him like dirt in the last two years, like dirt. And I don't think she ever believed that he was ever going to take it to this level. I think he, I think she thought, well, go, if you're going to go take some pills, fine, go take some pills. I'm going to embarrass you every chance I get on public TV. <laughs> and she did. She treated him like dirt. And his revenge was, I'm, I'm so serious. I'm going to do this. His best revenge to me. And I don't think he's, he's being revengeful, technically. I have to say it that way. But his, his best revenge to me was his name. Caitlin with a K, but spelling it with a C. Right. Uh, Tracy, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Yes. Yes. Your your, uh, your thing just gave me a little thing. It said 90, 90 seconds. I don't know what that means. Oh, you can ignore it. They say that to me, but I ignore them. Oh, so it says just it's like it's a bombing box explodes. So it says, it says 60 seconds. So I'm I know the way they say it. Oh, God. <laughs> it is just the way they say it. They're like, 90 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm a mission like, impossible. Hey, I, exactly. The bomb's about to right. explode. I should warn you. 
So I thought I would cut in and warn you that your body's about to explode, whatever that means. But thank you. But not not to release you, Malcolm, but to talk about um Bruce Jenner and Chris Jenner, that's another marriage that has been falling apart in the last five years. The last two years, I think he has been doing his transformation and I think she had worked it out with E where he would never be on the T V channel. Ever. Oh, so they would just cut him out of the show completely. If you remember, in the last couple of years, he had minimum, minimum. Like some days he would just walk in and sit on the sofa, and they would ask him something. He'd be like, he was about to answer, and they'd be like, ah, forget you. And right. But they're like that. Was, but, but they're like but that it got with a lot worse. Of all of the males in their family. Look at what? how they disregard uh, Rob. Seriously. <laughs> They're horrible, horrible women, I know. Which is why Kanye is making such a public statement. He's like, I'm not the one. Like, don't yeah. try me. And I love that about Kanye. He's like, and which is the other basketball player, he he also tried to tell Kim, don't do this, but it kind of came across verbally abusive, so he didn't win. Oh, I see. Do you remember that? He looked like he was, like, beating her up every time he said something to her in the and they would show Kim's facial expression and look like she would be ready to cry every single time. So, well, that could have been like the magic of editing. Of course, of course. That that. He tried to show them, I'm not an extra girl. I'm not a girl with a penis. And right. he didn't win. He was forced to release himself from that marriage. Right. But I like Kanye. I like Kanye because he shows up like a man and he doesn't take shit yeah. and he just keeps it moving. Well, you keep him moving in the family, though. You got to give him credit, though. But you have to give Kanye credit. Like, he does know how to handle these people. Even though he is nuts. I I was going to say, it takes a special kind of crazy. To even have to. Yeah, (laughs) it takes a special kind. He has so much crazy. That they're crazy, they're scared of his crazy. It's like it cancels and each I, other out. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the crazy cancels the crazy out. You know, I get it. They don't I, I believe me, Kanye, I understand. That's for sure. Yeah. That mama stays in her place when it comes to Kanye. And if you notice, she treats him with kick gloves. I just love Kanye. Yeah, well, you have to. Okay, Kanye is exactly. also a public figure. He would take her down in a minute. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, I guess I, I, if I could ask one other question, it would be about Rob Kardashian and his reaction to, because he hasn't really said anything publicly in support oh. of, and I feel kind of weird because after his father died, Bruce was the next father figure, obviously, and that's not there, and I, I kind of wonder what their relationship is. I mean... Because Rob has no, no male figures. I mean, zero. And I guess he's 30-something. 30? 20-something. You know what? Late 20s, early 30s. And I just... But he's not a teenager. What Rob should have now is some sort of career. And 
and he doesn't have a career. So I don't know if I have a pity party with somebody who's 30 years old, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I do think the girls are too much for him. And just going back in reverse, and not the Douglas, but the Kardashians, somebody should have protected Rob. Somebody should have developed his manhood better. I mean, come on. This is ridiculous. I'm sorry. Did you say somebody should develop his manhood better? <laughs> yes, Malcolm. Yes. Yes. Somebody well, should have developed his. Go ahead. I'm listening. The man who was in his family changed over to be a woman. The, woman, <laughs> the women in the family, which are the rest of them, are all uh, men. So, so where was he going to get his manhood from? I don't, from his mother. His mother should have been there for him. Yeah, she got a That's what I'm trying to say. But it, he was doomed. Crazy, he was doomed. Oh, that's so sad. Yes. I agree. So He's so doomed. Um, oh but just looking at the cards, he he's going to be like this for a little bit. I get the two of swords with him. He doesn't know which way to go, right or left, with anything mm. emotionally. He's just inside his head. He doesn't even have a vision for himself. The high priestess tells me that there's a deep desire to do something that he may have discussed with his mother, by the way, and she Sorry, doubts what, it. What, what, she what? Like, you said the high priestess? Uh-huh. Who's that? It's a, oh, Lord. The high priestess. <laughs> the high priestess is a card in the deck, Malcolm. Oh, okay. I'm like, it's the high priestess means that there's a cover-up, that there is something that he wants to do, but his mom won't let him. So he's, he's, he's mulling that over on how he can expose himself. It's almost like Bruce Jenner, to be honest with you. It's kind of like, because a high priestess means there's a big secret, Malcolm, right? And so it feels like something like that, maybe not to that extreme, but something that totally goes against the Kardashian name. And the mom is like, yeah, don't try it. All right? Oh, gosh. Um, he has not been loved nor nurtured in, I'm going to tell you right now, in five, six, seven, in eight years by this family. How long has the Kardashians been on? Eight years? Just about. I think they start. Yeah, I think they started in two thousand seven. Okay, there you go. Um, he has not been nurtured since the show has started. I get eight years, um, and he's confused. He's confused. He, he he's confused. He's confused in love, right? You know, he had that whole thing with that uh, Adrian Allen girl, and mm-hmm. that was on public. That was displayed out in public that I thought, again, he was too young to have his relationship on that public platform. It was extremely embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Um, he's confused by money. He's confused by a lack of education, something about his education. I don't know if he ever got his college degree, this one. I think he does have a degree. He does have a degree? In yes, what, he does not. Business? Business. I think. I want to say business or it's something like that. Wow. Well, he's confused as to what to do with his degree. Um, 
He's confused about his income. There's just so many levels. I get the seven of cups. There's so many levels of confusion, um, okay. which is why he's sitting there in the, with the two of four. That's why he's sitting there because there's just a lot of confusion. There is a mm-hmm. legal situation that's going to come up with him involving his money. So somebody is going to either attack his money or something like that, or, um, or he just may decide to move forward with something that he's been harboring or keeping a secret because no one would let him do it. And because of Bruce Jenner's side of exposure, he just may decide to do what he wants to do. Like, ironically, Bruce Jenner may be the key to Rob breaking free, ironically. Oh, gosh. Yeah, in 2009, he graduated from the, it says, USC Marshall School of Business. Wow, right, he's a smart right guy. Right down Exposition Boulevard, yeah. Uh, uh, wow, he's really a smart guy. It's sad. But he's going to break free because there is something that he is probably going to nurture and not be so fearful to move forward and doing anymore. Ironically, it could be because of Bruce Jenner. Like, you might even hear him say that. But how does he feel with the question about his uh, stepfather, um, mm-hmm. I, it's not really showing, other than the fact that, other than the fact that he may have been the only one or the last one. I don't know. It's not really showing. I don't, how, how often do these people communicate with him? Because I don't think he's even watching TV enough. Like, I don't think he watched the, the 2020. I think he is a little confused. I think he's like, wow, it, it got that serious? <laughs> oh, I see. I think he might have knew something, but not to the degree that the girls knew, you know. But how does he feel? Um, he feels, I don't know. Something's lost, but something still remains. So there is, there is a sadness with this acknowledgement of, Bruce becoming a girl. It's there's it's it's he seems to be a little sad. It's like, well, oh damn, I'm the only boy now. Wow. <laughs> so it's kind of like I'm raising my hand. I, I got a question. So he was living in the household with these people for years, and he didn't realize Bruce Jenner was turning into a woman. Yes. I find that hard yes. to believe. I, I, I really yeah. find it hard to believe. I mean, if the man well, is taking hormone shots and you're there, how do you not see this? How do you not know this? Yes. And I agree. I hear you, Malcolm. But I just think, I think Rob is one of those guys that just walks into the kitchen and goes, hey, and then eats, and then he leaves. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's not participating like the other family members. And I'm not, oh. I'm not really sure he's actually living in the house anymore, by the way. Okay. But he did okay. live there at some point, right? Yes, at some point yes. he did, yes. And then he moved he in with not Chloe a- and Lamar, and then... And that was a nightmare. That situation imploded, and then it's like Rob disappeared. 
Yeah, he just fell off the face of the earth. So I don't think Malcolm or Desi, like, I don't think he's watching TV the way the rest of us are. Do you know what I mean? I think he's a little bit of a hermit. You know, his house is probably a little dirty. You know, he's that guy. Like, if you were to go to his house, you'd be like, like, (laughs) what is going on here? What are you doing? Oh, my God. So when he saw the picture, I think it was genuine. He was like, who the hell is this and why do I care? Because that's what he said on Twitter, Malcolm. He was like, Chloe, why are you sending me this picture? And by the way, remember, Chloe or one of the sisters sent him the picture because no one had heard from Rob at this point. Right. So she sends him the picture. He tweets back, who the hell is this and why do I care? That's how... This out of touch. He's out of right. touch. Oh, God. Right. I'm telling you, I think you'll go to his house and it's probably smells. Wow. <laughs> and I'm being, I'm being ugly, Malcolm. I'm being ugly. This is what I do sometimes. Like, sometimes uh, the reading is too serious. So I just, I just yeah, you, some stories. You really skewered Janet Jackson. Can I talk? With, can I just oh say that? Oh my God! Why was everybody so upset with that video? Oh my God! I don't have to like Janet Jackson. I know, but it was just everybody the shade. The shade what? of it all, like the shade, no. was so thick when you were talking, and I was like, Oh my I'm God! I'm never, I'm never doing that again. I'm never and going to say how much I don't like a celebrity. But I understood. I was like, okay, well, listen, I don't like Chris Brown, but I still, hey. I, I mean, don't have to like, like anyone. Exactly. Okay, so Malcolm doesn't understand this. So just let me tell you, Malcolm, I did a video on Janet Jackson because she said she's coming back and she's going to have this tour, maybe a, a new album, have this residency in Vegas. And I was like, okay. okay. I had predicted two years ago that we would never hear from Janet again. Really? Um, I, cause I don't know. Sometimes my readings just go there. And oh, okay. I said, yeah, it was a reading two years ago. And I was like, yeah, we'll never hear from her again. You know, and I don't think she'll have a successful album um, ever again. But it turns out she's divorcing her very, very rich um, Saudi Arabia husband. And, okay. and she's coming home. So everybody seems to be excited about it. So I did a video, and I was like, okay, guys, Janet is not my favorite. You know, I was really upset at the way Janet handled her mother in Paris, and I didn't like that scenario. And that's why I have a problem with Janet. I don't have, like, it, it was very specific. In any case, I stated that on the video, and whoo, <laughs> comments. The comments. I was like, "Whoa, okay, I'm never touching Janet again, people." Well, she's she's a person with a lot of fans too. I mean, she's listen, somebody if, would have warned me. I wouldn't have gone there. Well, I mean, I your opinion no is your opinion. Your video is your video, right? You know what I'm saying, right? And and if you listen, and then I said in the end, I said, "Look, I don't need to like someone to give a really, really good." Reading. This is a great reading. Mm-hmm. Janet's going to mm-hmm. do just fine, right? If she does a Vegas residency, it's going to be amazing. I never said whether or not her album would do great, and I, I'm going to stick by that because Rihanna's albums aren't doing great, and she has nope. fans too. Chris Brown, 
albums are not doing great, and he has a plethora of fans too. So I'm not right. going to say I didn't see whether that her album would do great. I said she is making a comeback. She will be successful, especially if she does a Vegas residency. Boom. Right. Well, it's funny how that works how people have millions of fans to defend them online, but these same millions of fans don't go out and spend money on the music. Exactly. How about Don't Fight Me and buy her album? Buy her album and make me wrong. Because I know what's going to happen because I saw it in the cards. But it's not going to sell. And I don't mean to say it that way. I don't, I'm not predicting it. I'm just saying based upon what's been going on in the music industry, there's a problem. Iggy Azalea had to cancel a tour. She's not selling her tickets. Like, there's a problem well, in the industry. So, Janet's coming back in a bad You know what the problem is? I'm going to tell you what the problem mm-hmm. is. I don't know anything about reading, Tracy or Desi, but this is what <laughs> I do know. I, do, I know economics, and the reason that these artists are having trouble is because they price themselves out of the market. It costs a lot yep. of money to go to the concerts. And yep. the average human being who has to pay for his rent and child care or That's whatever right. else people are paying for, they don't have hundreds That's of dollars right. to spend on, you know, three hours of entertainment. That's right. right. That's a good That's point. Right. right. And especially not for some mediocre artist like Iggy. Like, for real. I mean, no shade, <laughs> but, like, really. Uh, uh, really. I mean... <laughs> Just, I'm dead serious. <laughs> okay, so listen. So she came behind the eight ball, but she came behind the eight ball jump. Like, she, it was a problem from jump. Nicki Minaj hated her from jump. She just, it was just a bad time for her to come into the industry. Listen, the only way I would spend that kind of money on a concert ticket is if somebody is up there playing their own instrument. But I like That's I don't right. understand like people get up here and they they mime along to the tape or like I could hear the CD at home like why am I here? Right. The and then you have these people who aren't entertainers. They just get up there and they just sing whatever song. Like how many times have you seen Rihanna do any any choreography ever? Never. Well, she doesn't. No, she exactly. She, she just stands there and looks pretty. I know. I've right. Seen you're that. just playing. Or, you're just paying for the beauty. Or that's the other thing that happened. Britney Spears was on the Billboard Music Award, and I tweeted, lip-syncing, really? And again, people went crazy. They're like, Tracy, she always lip-syncs. What are you doing? And I was like, oh, my God, and you guys are okay with this? It's not right. okay to lip-sync. How about sing? Somebody sing, please. But at least right. Rihanna does sing. At least she is capable. She might stand there and look gorgeous, but she does sing. She doesn't do it well, but I mean, sure. If you you don't think she <laughs> no no come on really no oh wow oh my god no. what no I mean okay stands no. go after Desi not She's me not a, I hey I can it. defend that I can defend that <laughs> let me put let me put some vocals up you know put her up next to you know God she's dead but. Put her vocals next to Whitney Houston's. A real singer. Well, I mean, a real singer. Well, I don't Where know. The real true. Whitney, Whitney in the end didn't use her vocals well. She was cracking in the end. Okay, but even Whitney on her worst day was better than 
Okay, I'm not even going to. Anyway, Rihanna is not a singer. She's not a singer. She is not a singer. She's not. There are real people out there who are actually singing and playing. Like, I would pay to go see somebody like Prince. I would pay to go see somebody like, you know, playing their own instruments like Earth, Wind, and Fire, Frankie Beverly and May. But I would go pay to see somebody but like that. But you're going so way back. How about today? You're going okay, so way exactly. back. exactly. And that's why it's suffering. So how about today? Listen, would you, that's why Would you see suffering. Sam Sheridan? Do you know him? Would you see Sam Sheridan? Sam Smith? Is it Sam Smith? Yes, Sam Ed Sheridan. Yes, Ed Sheridan is You would go oh, see them. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would go see them because they're real singers. Because they're singing, yes. Okay. They're not, they're not packaged, like packaged. Adele? Yes. They're not okay. prepackaged products. You know what I'm saying? And mm. what, I'm, what I'm saying is you have Prince is still out there making music, and he's still doing concerts. Frankie Beverly and Mays are still making music. They're still doing concerts. Earth, Wind & Fire is still doing music. Yeah, but are they making you know, money? Yes. Are you kidding? Okay. Yes. <laughs> All of their money comes from touring now. All of the money comes oh, okay. from touring. But these okay. prepackaged artists who are just up here singing along to whatever song that they have on the radio at the moment, they're not they're not worth one hundred fifty dollars a ticket. They're not worth three hundred dollars. Like they're just not. And yes. that's why they're suffering. I mean, I would go see a good comedic than I would a singer at this stage of the game. That's true. That's true. (laughs) I would go see hard. Like, people aren't trying to spend their hard-earned money on something that they could hear at home. You know, I could hear hear Rihanna struggling through a song on on the CD. I don't need to go see her live unless I just like her look. I don't, like, I don't understand. What are people getting out of her concert? What do people get out of Britney Spears' concert? Like, what are they getting from that? I don't know, but the best thing that Britney did was, again, very popular now, to have a Vegas residency, and that was the best well, look, thing she could have ever done. Who else is going to Vegas? J-Lo. J-Lo's going to Vegas now. For what? I don't understand. Because it's popular now. It's just, it's just a thing to do. But she's not a singer. She she's is not. You know what? I'm not sure J.O. ever claimed to be a singer, by the way. She's not a singer. She talks through her song. (laughs) Every song. Why are you in Vegas? And you're charging all of this money. Like, why? She does put on a good show, J.O. Okay. Which is what what Brittany does. Brittany puts on a good show. They cannot justify these ticket prices. And that's why Iggy tanks. She can't justify yes. it. You can't justify that. Well, getting back to Janet, it'll be interesting if her stands, instead of yelling at me, if her stands <laughs> will will support her and, and They'll go buy her. her rock. What is this? Oh, really? Well, if it's a Vegas residency, yes, they will go see her, which, by the way, if she winds up with the Vegas residency at the same time as J-Lo, they're from the same era, so that could be a problem for J Lo. I feel like I don't know. I feel like Janet's people are more loyal, and then you'll have those looky loos who'll just show up to see if she still has it. So they'll show of up. Of course. Well, and again, let's go back to 
what a Vegas residency means. Is it a one-year residency? Is it six-year or three-year? Like, I don't know. And I don't think, by the way, I don't think Janet has a stamina to do a residency for too long. I think she's going to do it in spurts, like six months at a time. I can't see her really. Oh, I see. Because she's not that type of girl. She's the type of girl that likes the um, the attention right now, today, immediately, you know, she doesn't have it longevity. She's never had it longevity. Oh. Think about it. She just I shows see. up all of a sudden. And then you're like, oh, Janet, yay. But let me not talk bad about her because every time I talk bad about her, there's a problem with the public. So I don't even want to, I don't even want to go there. I wish Janet but I don't think, I, I, I don't think I you're think thinking anything untruthful, though. You know what I'm saying? It would Thank be different you. if you were speaking. Yeah. If you were but you're speaking the truth. And I was just being and nasty. I'm not being nasty. Like, that's not my character to be nasty against a celebrity. I don't care that much. But, right. boy, like the comments on the YouTube video, like, stop. And it was just one crazy woman. One crazy. And then oh, it was really wow. cute because, yeah, you have to look at the comments because it was really cute because then everybody else came to defend me. And I was like, yeah, cute. Jesus Christ. My videos are just for fun. They're not for anything else. Nobody's paying me to do these right. things. And, and I don't understand why people would get in their feelings over somebody that doesn't care about you anyway. Exactly. Like, like exactly. you don't know Jenna, and Jenna doesn't know you. So Exactly. Exactly. And at the very least, the videos that I do, they have a tendency of coming out true. So that, that, that is very true. Right. And also, let's remember, Desi, I really do the videos on public celebrities so that people can trust me when they call me for their own videos. Own I'm just trying reading. to prove to, right. right. I'm just trying to prove to people that if I could predict an outcome in the public's world, mm-hmm. then most likely, because I stayed on my Twitter, I'm mostly right, then most likely I can predict your outcome as well. So, okay. that's why well, I do I these just, videos. So when people attack me, I'm like, oh, my God, please, it's not that serious. Listen, you better utilize that block button real quick, and <laughs> you better block them and stop even well, entertaining the madness. Cause, well, sometimes I actually don't, like, if I'm wrong on a video, I will leave mm-hmm. it up. It's okay to be wrong. Like, I'm not right. trying to be God. So if it turns out that oh, I'm wrong, like, like LeBron, mm-hmm. and I thought he was going to wind up someplace else. I didn't choose Ohio. I just left it up. It is what it is, you know? And right. sometimes I don't like to block people because I think it's mm-hmm. okay for them to state their opinion. I, but even if they're mad. take it too far. You know what I'm saying? Like that one woman, she took it too far. Right. When you start sending me death threats over, like, Janet or Beyonce or whoever, then we have a problem. She didn't send me death threats, did she? But there are people that actually do that. No, but there are people that actually will do that. No, no, Malcolm. I was like, wait, did she send me a death threat? No, but what I'm saying is you have people that will actually do that over people like Beyonce and like Jay-Z. It's like, oh, I don't I don't understand the business model for titles. And then all of a sudden you have these death threats in your inbox or your death threats, death threats on Twitter because you disagree with something that their favorite is doing. 
you know? Well, I, I know the other thing. I look up people's personal information and, like, call their jobs. Yes. Like, I've seen yes. that. Yes, I've also been told the same thing, that they have done stuff like that, which is fine. You want to call Right, and your job. job is public. And um, I'm right. calling Green Man. Like, Please, hey. let them call Green Man. They'll <laughs> ask him if they want a reading. They'll be like, do you want a reading? Are you kidding me? <laughs> you should fire her because she doesn't kids. like Janet Jackson. You oh, know. yeah, that, that'll that work with them. Trust me. <laughs> I work with a bunch of psychics. It's not going to work in that store, so let them call. But, um... Um, on the real, again, I've been out all week. I've been watching TV shows I normally don't watch. And I have mm-hmm. to tell you, I am now a fan of the real. I really, really oh, like those girls. I have to be honest with you. I like them. They're adorable. I'm not going to be mad at a bunch of girls that are just being girls. Right. And girls need to learn how to be girls. And that's what they're doing. I know, I think all of the girls provide something, including Tamar, that is just engaging for that sector of the population. I see. And so I'm watching these girls, and I'm like, I get it, because girls are not being girls. Girls are being trashy. They're being whores. They're not doing the right thing. At least we've got five girls up here that are just looking adorable. And I think it's okay to look up to them. But then Chris Brown came into the picture, and Asian Ballon and Tamar Braxton had to shut down their Twitter accounts. Because it's that uh, Well, you better be careful with talking about girls being girls, too, because the next thing you know, the feminists are going to be after you, too. <laughs> it's going to be a war wait, about wait, the why? feminists because they're bad, too. Um, wait. If you say something about girls aren't girls anymore, like, you know, or being trashy or being whorish, then the feminist sector comes for you next. The ones that say, well, why do you say this about women? And you're a woman hater, even though you're a woman. They they come for you next. There's a uh, whole sector, like a whole population of feminists that are like. It would, they would have a problem on their hands. Yes. There's yeah. always going to be somebody would, who's offended by something. Right. You know, people right. look for reasons but, to be offended over. Right. Things. But I'm just telling you, I would not worry about a whole bunch of feminists coming after me. That would They would have a problem on their hands. But <laughs> not to cut you off, Desi, um, mm-hmm. Malcolm has to go, and Malcolm is the host today oh, because I had, yeah. we had to switch a rule. So with everyone else, I am so sorry. Um, I have to go. Don't kill me. Oh, and me. I'll be back in my normal position next week. Sorry, guys. I love you all. And have a good weekend. Thanks, Malcolm. Right. Oh, not a problem. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye. Okay. I'm Are you? It says end episode, Malcolm. I, I am doing that right now, Tracy. So I will okay. absolutely. Um, so see you next week.